How's it going, everybody? Little Scotty here. Got my new microphone to play with. Yes, I did. Very excited. Hopefully it'll sound good and you'll enjoy the show. I wanted to let you know that there is some serious unrest going on in this world. And I've been paying attention to it and I'm thoroughly disgusted in many ways. But I don't want to bring that into the show because it'll just bring us down and I have opinions and feelings and everything else like everybody else does but that's not what you're here to you know what you're here to listen to sorry it took a while to get that out I thought today that we would talk about something that's near and dear to my heart and that's coaching coaching itself is something I did for 10 full years when my boys were young. So my oldest boy, John, started at five years old and we had him in a little league um, baseball league, I guess would be the best word. It was uh, the coaches would pitch to the kids, do their best to hit it, and the coach would try not to get killed on the mound because every once in a while a five-year-old can whack a ball. More ways than one. I think that if you Look at coaching in the big picture kind of scheme. It's a way to develop children that is above and beyond being a parent. There is a special need for coaches that really know what they're doing, that aren't going to take the way that they were coached as a kid and throw it at all these other kids thinking that that's the way it's done. Because it's not. I went through all that. I know exactly what it's like to be screamed at by a coach in front of all your friends. My football career ended in an interesting way. We would go out in 95 degree heat and 100% humidity here in Illinois. My uh, football coach decided one day that it took me too long to run the one mile. And he decided that he wanted me to run another mile. And he was in my face screaming at me. So I unsnapped my chin strap and I took off my helmet. I pushed him out of my face. And on my way towards the locker room, I turned around and whipped my helmet at him. And then I did a slow strip tease all the way to the locker room, removing all my garments that had anything to do with football. Got in the locker room. Changed into my clothes, and that was the last they saw of me in the way of football. Did I miss it? No, not at all. I ended up being a hockey player, and I like that sport a lot better. So, you know, if you have a bad coach, it really, you lose players, and you lose good players. I would have been probably one of the best linebackers on the team. It was I was built that way, and I was fast. And the fact that this guy was such a jerk just completely blew me away, and I wanted no part of it. Now, I wrote an article a while back on coaching, and I want to read it to you. So hold on a second while I line everything up here with the acoustics and all that other fun stuff, and we'll get going. All right, so coaching in itself is um, something that I think you really have to have a a gift for 
knowing how to deal with parents and children and sometimes crying and sometimes tempers and tempers from the parents and oh tempers from the grandparents I threw a guy out of the gym one time in a basketball tournament who was a grandparent believe it or not um actually I think that's probably more common but what I wanted to talk about in the sense of coaching though is um how it takes up our lives now so much sports in general it's it's just too much I think that summer should be for kids to go on family vacations with their family and you know enjoy the time they can spend while they're still kids going to places like Disney World and if you can't afford that buy a pop-up camper and go camping somewhere and you know there's lots of great places to go camping I mean my parents hated camping camping but they decided to take us anyways just to increase our misery I don't know if anybody else had difficulty scheduling this but we had a trip scheduled for Colorado and uh, it had been scheduled for a year my son had tried out for the volleyball team at the high school and made the he was a freshman he made the sophomore squad when I approached the coach and told him he'll be gone the next week because we're going on a family vacation to Colorado. She looked at me and said, well, then he loses his starting spot. And I said, really? So what you're saying is it's not good for any of us to take our kids on a family vacation? Well, basically, you know, it's it's something we don't condone. We don't want that done. We want our players all here at all times. I said, the season's too maybe three months long. I said, how do you expect these kids to get any vacation time where they can have some fun with their family? It's important to me. It's important to, you know, John's mom. It's important to John. Well, she would have no, you know, nothing to say for it. So John knew that he was going to have to win back the starting position, which meant he'd probably sit on the bench for a couple of weeks in punishment for taking a family vacation. Now, I don't know if you've had to deal with this. I'm hoping that you haven't, but I have a feeling that you probably have. So I've got some tips for how you can get away with some of these things. And also, you know, maybe try to tell some of the coaches out there that family means more than a stupid game. Um, Like I said, I coached for 10 years. If some kid came up to me and said, we're going on vacation to Disney World. I would be like, have a great time. I don't care if he's my best player or she's my best player. It didn't matter. Vacation was more important. So here are the operational steps to achieve such a covert operation as getting a vacation in. Step one, never mention family vacation to any coach at any time. It will result in in your athlete being benched for some time until the coach has gotten his or her point across regarding the utter disdain of the family vacation. Substitute family vacation with extra academic sport-orific thinking out-of-the-box athletic camp. See if they'll buy that instead. Step two, call the best psychic you know. John Edward may be free. His show was canceled. Ask the psychic if your son or 
daughter will make the team they are trying out for. If he says yes, cancel the family vacation. If he says no, cancel the family vacation. Sometimes psychics are have blurry vision. Having John Edward predict when the coach's vacation is maybe the only way to schedule yours. Step three, practice is optional. What this really means is, if you want your athlete to play, they better show up to practice even if school is not in session. All family vacations taken during these breaks will result in your athlete being labeled uncooperative. If you have a vacation planned during one of these breaks mentioned above, a death in the family may be your only way out. You may have to produce a body for some coaches, so be prepared. Step 4. Football season starts in August and ends in August the following year. If your child is, in foot, is a football player, your only option is to buy a DVD of your vacation spot, sprinkle sand all over your living room, and hope to get some sun from the heat lamp in your bathroom. You're not going anywhere. Sorry, covert operations seem to be ineffective against football coaches. The only way you may sneak past it if you are being inducted into the Football Hall of Fame and they need your whole family there for pitchers. Step 5. Call your child in sick. It works at your job. See if it can get away with it at school. Insinuating that your child may have any of the following diseases will certainly warrant an excuse to absence. Chickenpox, leprosy, blind flu, I'm sorry, bird flu, tuberculosis, whooping cough, rabies, the plague, bubonic is fine, the biblical plagues are much too complicated. I have coached many different sports for the many years. Everyone wants to win, and at the same time everyone is preached about family values. So where do you strike a balance between the two? When I coach, family always comes first. If the kid has a party for grandma's 80th birthday, they miss a game and they will be at grandma's. Vacation makes memories for families. Your family will be together long after your coach and your school have forgotten about your kid's need for vacations, whether it's a camping trip at Starved Rock or a trip to Europe. It's not the place, it's the time and the company. As a coach, I understand the importance of commitment to a team. I think we need to commit to our families first. I'm sure when the coaches read this, they'll make me take a lap. So anyhow, that's my take on uh, the coaching system and how getting a vacation is damn near impossible. So try many of your best-known excuses if you can. I do like the bubonic plague one. Um, right now, the COVID-19 would work pretty well, too. So if you want to throw it out there, Adam, they just might buy it. The thing that really bothers me the most out of all this is the summer, the whole summer being a coaching time for football. You know, they, they lie because in 
most high school sports, they're not supposed to practice football in the month of June or the month of July. So the way they get around it is they have the kids sign up for weight training in summer school. And the entire football team is expected to sign up for weight training. And the coach is there to make sure that they do. So signing up for weight training equals football. That's the same damn thing. There's no difference. So remember, you know, if if the kid comes home and says, I got to go to weight training in June and July, there goes your family vacation. Now, I always said, I don't care what they do. I'm taking a vacation and I'm taking them all with me. So don't be afraid to fight it. You know, if the coach doesn't understand, tell the coach he's crazy. You know, vacation means more than one week of practice, you know. And I'm sure that if you want my kid to play because he's good at what he does, then you'll put him in. If he's not, you'll sit his ass on the bench just because you're pissed at me. And if I find out that that's the reason, you're going to deal with me. Which will sometimes work when you're dealing with a guy my size. Um, So... Please don't don't try to understand some of these high school coaches. It's impossible. It's like they they're looking at one thing and one thing only, and that's a promotion to some sort of college to coach volleyball or football or whatever it may be. You know, even tennis, you know, these tennis coaches, I hear them yelling across the parking lot when I was dropping my kids off for basketball or when we were walking in to, you know, play basketball to coach them. Tennis coaches screaming at kids. Really? It's tennis. Come on, lighten up a little. But it happens all the time, and it's it's amazing to me that these coaches just have one thing in mind, and that's I need a job at a nice college where I can pick up my kids, move them out of their schools, and move us to a place where I can get recognition for my coaching abilities, which probably are slim to none. But, you know, hey, they win 10 games in a season. He may get an offer from a college. And if he gets that offer, well, you know, the the kid may get to go to college there free, or maybe the kid hopefully doesn't want to be anywhere near his dad when he's coaching. I have a feeling that a lot of kids burn out on football. Um, it's what I saw a lot of my friends do. Just completely burn out on it. Got tired of playing it. Got tired of having their parents yell at them for it. You know, drop a pass, get yelled at, drop another pass, you're sitting down. You know, some days it's just not your day and you're not going to catch everything. <laughs> so I don't understand. I just. I never understood the whole football thing. It just made me crazy. Now I would go to the games, and a buddy of mine named Dave, his dad worked for Coca-Cola. And I don't know if you know this or not, but when Coke puts the labels on cans, they're um, made of a little plastic sheet that they melt on the cans. Once they melt it on the can, it's the perfect size. It looks like... You know, it was put there originally in the metal, but it's plastic. Well, my buddy Dave would have his dad steal a stack of them. We would wrap them around beer cans at the football game. 
<laughs> Usually by the fourth quarter, we were pretty lit. And, you know, we just brought a bag with us to throw the empty beer cans in. And double bag it so they couldn't tell what we were doing. And we always just wrapped our Coca-Cola wrapper around the beer can. Now, you kids out there, don't take, you know, my idea and spoil your high school career by drinking a beer. You know what'll happen. Yes, that's right. Mommy and Daddy will be angry. And they'll ground you for two weeks and make you sit on the step going up to the bedrooms and have a time out. You poor little baby. I feel so bad for you. It's just one of those things that you can do for fun. We also had a good time where we would have one person from the crowd line up with the band. They would line up in the back of the band and just try to make all the moves that the band made. And notoriously, there was one player on the band who would hide, you know, usually it was one of the tuba players, the big guys, would hide us behind the uh, tuba and we would just do all the routines on the on the field and then get yelled at when we got off the field by the band director which was kind of like getting yelled at by your great aunt you know you know it's not going to be that rough so i uh think that a lot of times the whole coaching thing is just overblown you know we can't we can't not have family time i just think it's ridiculous you have a chance to take your kids somewhere cool. Take them. You know, Disney World is one of the most fascinating places you'll ever be. Disneyland is nice too. It is not as big and it gets a little crowded. But you're also right by the Pacific Ocean, which is spectacular to say the least. I've been there with several girls. I won't, it was many, many years ago. And, uh, they all just had a great time when they were there because not only did they have me as company, of course, and if you believe that, you could actually surf in the Pacific. It's really, it's just cool. It's just a neat place to be. And I remember one time we actually surfed in the morning, me and my buddy Rich, who lives out there. We surfed in the morning. Um just body surfing and regular surfing and whatever we could get our hands on. And at about 10.30 in the morning, we packed everything up, um, went back to his house, changed, and got in the car and drove up the mountain, San, San Bernardino Mountains, I think. And uh, we went snow skiing that afternoon and evening. So that's a vacation. That's a cool vacation. And... Why would you want to have your kid miss out on that just because the coach is going to make a threat that they can't, you know, they can't fill? Because if your kid's good, your kid's playing. I don't care what happened during the off season. You know, it's just one of those deals. Or, you know what? Fake the flu. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I'm not usually one of those people who tells people to lie, but. I think that it's more important for your family to go on a family vacation than it is for your coach to, you know, take attendance and find out that you're on a family vacation and bench you. Just, hey, 
he's got the flu. He's really sick. He's really weak. The doctor told him no football for a week. So do you want a note? Because I can write one. I worked in the medical field for 30 years, so I can sign a doctor's signature like you wouldn't believe. And there is no one that will doubt that this is a doctor's signature. Because no one can read it. It's just that amazing. So, do remember that your kids will matter more than anything when you get old. Trust me, I know, I'm old. So, at 58, we just went for a long weekend over Memorial Day weekend. We rented a house in Michigan. It's a pretty good-sized house because i got a big family. Four kids and their significant others and one five-year-old crazy grandchild and then we also had a guest who was five years old too just for playtime and we had more fun as a group going on a family vacation that was only three days long and that was only in Michigan you know it was a two and a half hour ride not a big deal but let me tell you that time that we spent together was precious and great and I had more fun we just played games, we went to the beach, we, I mean, we did everything. Now, the beach there is nothing like the beach at the Pacific, but it's Lake Michigan, better than nothing, you know, water's clear. So, we did have a great time, and I really enjoyed it. It was just a lot of fun. Now, we would have missed out on something like that if... One of my kids was in football or something like that. I got lucky. Neither one of my boys wanted to play football. They had been football, you know, coached out. And my son John did try out, and he got a major concussion. And then the coach wanted to put him back in, and I had to yell at the coach from the sidelines and go out and take my son out of the game. So that's how... They don't care about your kid. They just care about winning. And like I said, so that they can get the job at the college of their choice. And then move up, of course, they think into the bigger colleges. And then eventually they're going to coach in the NFL. That's what they think. And that's about as much uh, of a line of bullshit than your kid actually saying, someday I'm going to play in the NFL. Of course, I'm not going to practice, but I'm going to play. So, don't, just don't buy it. Go on your family vacation. Do whatever you have to do to get there. Have a great time. And then come home and deal with all that crap. If they want to give you a hard time about it, just say, hey, kid was sick. There's nothing I can do about that. I had to take him to the hospital once even, you know, during the week. I mean, really sell it. Sell it good. Make sure that they know that this kid was really sick probably not only get away with it, but kind of giggle a little bit on your way away from the coach. If you can get your son not to laugh really hard or your daughter not to laugh really hard, that would be a good thing. So you have to coach them through that before it happens. Anyhow, I think what we'll do now is quit because my voice is running out and uh, I have to edit all this, which is time-consuming as all heck. So... I hope you have a great day. I hope you have a great week. I'm hoping to do this maybe once more this week. Pick something else to talk about. 
and it's not like, well, it's just me talking. You guys are listening. And uh, we'll have a good day, all of you. Okay? See ya. Bye.